Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. We are Nerdy AF. My name is Finch. And I'm Kayla. And this podcast talks about all things nerdy. We discuss topics related to 3D printing, cosplaying, Comic-Cons, movies, and TV. And we work to bring creators on the show to learn more about their crafts and interests. Collectively, we like to call ourselves part of a nerddom. So grab your nerd card and come join us as we get nerdy AF. Hey folks, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I am Finch, this is Kayla, and we're very excited for this episode. Uh, Frank, Mr. Frankly Built, as you may may well know him, um, came on the show and both Kayla and I have been, I guess, fans of his for a long time. Yes, we have. And it's been really great to kind of come together now, you know, with me and Finch becoming friends as of more recently, only a couple months. And really bonding over things like 3D printing and to have what I would consider, you know, the king of 3D printing himself, the one who got um, both of us really into it and being able to problem solve our issues with 3D printers is really kind of cool to reminisce and kind of see where Frank has really gone from his beginning to where he is now and what kind of plans he's really looking forward to in the future. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure all of you out there know who Frank is. And, you know, the crazy thing is, is that we both have this, both Kayla and I have these like stories um, involving Frank and how we got to where we are. I was one of those people who I, I had gotten into 3D printing, um, was horribly frustrated with it, was like ready to completely give up on it completely. And one day just decided to like type into YouTube um, a question I had about 3D printing and it like up popped Frank's channel. And I like went 100% down the rabbit hole, watched every single video, learned so much. And I, I loved his enthusiasm. I loved his energy, um, his ability to explain things really concisely, but also in an entertaining, entertaining fashion. Um, and at the time, I I was doing the podcast. I was doing the old podcast, The Finch Show, um, which at the time didn't have any sort of direction. It was just sort of a like whoever, whenever. Uh, and after watching the YouTube channels, I thought like, man, Frank, this guy, Frank, like he'd be phenomenal to have on the show. So I sent him an email just randomly like, hey, my name is James Finch. I do a podcast called The Finch. Show. I'd love to have you on. And he emailed me back like within like five minutes. and was like, yeah, let's do it. And so he came on the show. And after he was on the show, that's when I sort of decided like, this is great. Like, this is the kind of stuff I love talking about. Um, and at that point in time, decided to direct the entire podcast into this theme of like 3d printing and cosplay and those kinds of things. Yes. And honestly, when we look back at it, if that didn't happen for Finch and then also if I wouldn't have gotten into 3d printing, which for me, I did learn from Frank at the very beginning and saw that that was possible to create for ourselves. Uh, you would not have nerdy AF today and we would not have the great friendship that we have. So thank you, Frank, for doing that for us and creating something really wonderful without you even knowing it and kind of still trying to be a part of it now um, that has been established. Um, but I agree with Finch uh, when it comes to the impact that Frank left on us. Um, you may have not noted, known it before this podcast, but it has been very significant. And I'm sure many of you guys can agree the same kind of impact. I'm, I've been really fortunate to be able to just see how much you can do um, with your own kind of, you know, creative thinking and being able to make whatever you want to make with 3D printing. And I think it really opened up a lot of um, avenues where it's designing, if it's, you know, um, printing the actual models to then sell or doing all of that, plus, you know, even the, the painting, the priming, or just doing that part. 
It gives you so many opportunities to really work with your hands and find something that you're proud of and also directly aligned with something that you're interested in. 3D printing really does open the opportunities um, and it's become almost endless, which is really cool to see so many people really get into it in a variety of different ages. For sure. And uh, like if, if it was possible for us to have a counter of like the amount of people that Frank has probably gotten into 3D printing throughout <laughs> the course of the time he's been doing this. I mean, it would just, I'm sure it'd be an absolutely astronomical number, you know, and Kayla's absolutely right. And it, it's fantastic. And, you know, we were talking, I didn't want to say this on any of this on the air with Frank, cause he's such a nice guy. I know he would just blush and be like, oh, shucks guys, you know, <laughs> but uh, I mean, here I am sitting here with Kayla, who is like, by all rights, my absolute best friend. And we plan on like doing these things where we're flying to like Dragon Con or we're flying to New York City Comic Con. And, you know, like we said, if Frank doesn't exist, we don't meet. Like we would just be like off in the world, like not knowing what it is we're missing in life. And uh, so, Frank, if you're listening to this for that, I want to say thank you. And the other cool thing about Frank is that when we first decided that we were going to join together and do this nerdy AF podcast, um, we definitely had in our heads that Frank was somebody that we wanted to have on the show, but literally the minute we announced on Instagram that we were launching this new podcast, he contacted us and said, I want to come on, tell me when and where. And that's just another testament to just what an awesome person he is. Agreed. And so, uh, we, we definitely kind of fangirled over Frank <laughs> as one may expect. Um, and so with this, uh, today's episode, we talked a lot about different things. We talked about, um, only Franks, which you'll you'll understand soon. Um, we talked about just how important it is to prioritize mental health when it comes to getting into cosplaying or also just growing a social media presence. And we talked about some of the challenges you may face when it comes to cosplay wear or kind of getting into that for the first time, as well as just trying to really, you know, grow a platform and seeing where your interests lie. So Without further ado, let's get nerdy AF. Hi everyone. My name is Kayla and this is I'm Finch. And and this is Frank, Frank, right? Hi. <laughs> Hi. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us, Frank. We are going to be talking today with him a little bit about 3D printing and some upcoming Comic Cons that he's planning on doing and also the projects that he's working on. It's been a, a great journey to watch Frank build himself, build himself up into the person that he is today um, and seeing the community that he's really brought together and inspiring, inspiring a lot of other people to join the 3D printing community, such as myself. Um, and thank you, Frank, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Um, it's it's cool to be on the, the new podcast. This is this is yeah. This Excellent. is the this is the venture <laughs> that we're on, and uh, we're so glad you decided to take the time to join us. You're um, since the last time you and I really spoke, it's been about six months, and your life has kind of been crazy since then. And uh, has what, it been that long? Yeah, I think well, March. I think it was, or was it end of February somewhere in there? Oh my God. I listened what to happened? the podcast the other day, and I think it was when Frank was coming up on like two and a half years of 3D printing. Mm-hmm. So whenever that was. Yeah, that was like shortly. Uh, yeah, just before WonderCon, I think last year is when you were on last. And um, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. And you've got um, you're heading to Silicon this weekend. Is that right? Yes. Silicon San Jose. It's uh, exactly a year. Um Wow, a lot happened since that year. Jesus, what happened? What is my life? Um, yeah, no, Silicon last year, it was my first con, like my first in-suit convention. And uh, I met, that was the first place all the Iron Idiots met up. 
Um, like I had met Emily before I met Danny before they came to North Carolina to hang out. Um, still hadn't met Kiara and, uh, we all met up there for the first time with our suits, met up with some other people. Um, Dylan Sappingfield, he has a Ironman suit, um, Guillermo, um, double take cosplay. So there was, we had, we rolled deep with six Ironmen and wow. it was awesome. That's a and lot. So, I don't think I've ever seen like barely one at a con, much less. Like... <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's where we took this photo. Oh, and Adam, oh, awesome. yeah, with Adam Savage yeah. too. And every time I look at this photo, I cannot help but point out why I don't know why Kiara looks like she's 12. <laughs> she looks so I it's weird, but like this was us just wanting to get a photo op the next day. And yeah, it was uh and now a year later going back and mm-hmm. like how tall is Danny? Uh, is, he, is he like freaky tall, tall, tall. like Slenderman? Oh, no, he's six, 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 one, six, two. I'm oh, five, okay. eight. I'm short. Yeah. I literally I'm... had somebody, I literally had somebody at work today who, who has actually watched my videos come up to me. He was like, anybody ever tell you you're a lot shorter in person? I'm like, yeah, my videos make me seem taller. I think <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, yeah. confidence that adds a few inches. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You know, it's some, something has to add the inches because it's not my height. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I'm five eight too. So and for those of you out there who want to know, five foot eight is actually the average height for a male in the United States. So so you had that loaded because you needed to. Yeah, I've had it loaded for years because I haven't gotten any taller. So. The, the global average is five foot six. Ask me how I know. Oh um, well, yeah. Europeans are short. They don't get enough food. So yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, that's, I just wonder, cause looking at that picture, Danny's taller than Kiera. And I was like completely unaware of how um, tall Kiera was till I met her in person. I was like, no, Oh my God. Uh, I am the shortest one in the group. I'm the shortest one in this photo. Kiera's taller than me. Emily's taller than me. Danny's taller than me. Adam, obviously. Yeah. Um, short. Iron, iron short guy, but uh, in the suit, I'm almost six foot, so I'm fine. Oh, wow, I'll, I'll that adds some that's nice. Oh, yeah, it's like high heels. I very much can sympathize for um, uh, people who wear high heels because that's what it feels like wearing them for like six, seven hours. They boost me up about three inches, and then my helmet adds like about an inch. That, that's how you do it. I know we are talking about doing cosplay. Um, I have a Homelander cosplay in the works, but I wanted to add more of like a feminine touch to it. And so, but I wanted the height just like how um, Anthony did and because yeah. he had blue heels and I have that five inch heels that I'm almost six feet in those. Pretty do dope. It. I can touch my do ceiling it. and I'm like, wow, <laughs> I know what power feels like. <laughs> but yeah. um frank when it comes to that first comic-con what were some valuable things that you felt like you learned when it comes to either just you know wearing the suit or how to kind of go about things when it comes to interacting with people who know you um oh if it the the, the biggest thing period dot i think in any cosplay but i think it multiplies and the more uncomfortable the costume, yeah, like Iron Man suits are nothing great. I would much rather be in a Spider-Man suit or like a Mandalorian costume. They look fantastic. Um, te- obviously, you test drive it around the house a little bit, right? You'll put the legs on, do a little bit of walking. You'll you do that test fit. But more than anything, if it hurts, if you feel it pinching a little, if it hurts even just a little at home, where you're not walking around, where your adrenaline's not pumping, where you're not sweating, where you're not bloated, it's not going to get better at the con. If you're, oh yeah, my knee pinches a little bit, I'll be fine. Famous last words, shut up, fix it. Like it is 
the worst thing you can do. Armor pinch is real. If your feet are uncomfortable a little bit, just walking around your house, trudging along four or five hours at a con, it's not, you're not going to tough it out. It, so fix comfort. I mean, it's comfort. Comfort is key. If you have to sacrifice a few things for that, like it's not as accurate or there's a little bit more of a gap here. No one cares. Like people care so much less than you do from your own critiquing eyes. And like, especially in an Iron Man suit, as long as like your hand lights up and the mask goes up and down, no one's looking at your feet. Like no one's looking at your, oh my God, those aren't Iron Man boots. Those are just red shoes. No one cares. No one's looking that hard. They want, they want the picture. Cool. Awesome. And, you know, move on. It's fun. It's fun to do that. And I think people just, they compare, you know, I'll get messages. Oh, uh, I'll post a picture of my suit and I'll get a message saying, I wish my suit would look like yours one day. Or I, I can't, I tried to get the paint to look good to do this. It's like, but you're looking at a still picture that I selected to post. Of course, I'm going to pick the best one. Of course, I'm going to put my best foot forward. You know, like don't stress comparing yourself to other people's work because I can sit here all day and show you everything wrong with that. And you'd be like, I, I couldn't tell in pictures. That's the point. <laughs> yeah for sure and you um now last year when you went to silicon you just kind of like uh went it as an attendee but this year you got like the full booth situation going on right yeah um if i could tell you a quick story about be nice to everybody mm -hmm. because this is literally a story of that um always be endearing never feel like you deserve to be anywhere because you don't you're every, you know, like take everything in strides because I was just walking around the con. I, I think it was the second day we were in the suits and I was just walking around. I think the group had wandered off somewhere because we, we, everyone gets scattered and then some people get stopped for pictures and then another Iron Man waddles away, but then you get stopped and eventually you're all going to end up back in the hotel room. It's fine. You know, um, you're not going anywhere. And I just ran up to this guy and he stops me. It was him and his daughter. He looked like, if he ever sees this, he'll, I think he's in his forties, late forties. Um, and his daughter, um, teenager ish blonde girl. And he's just like talking to me about the suit. They, oh, that's awesome. That's great. Um, and he had a badge on, but I couldn't really tell what the badge was. And he's asking me about it and like the motors and all of that. And we're just kind of nerding out. And he's like, yeah, you want, oh, oh, let me show you my suit. And he pulls out of his phone and it's, um, him in a Batman costume, like a, uh, Christopher Nolan, you know, uh, um, a Batman costume. And I'm like, that looks incredible. He's like, yeah, Adam lent it to me. Adam who? And his daughter kind of like nudged him and, she, and she's like, dad, He's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm, I'm trip. I'm the CEO of Silicon. Oh, oh, you're like, <laughs> you're like the guy who runs it. Adam's name's on it, but here is, you're the guy. You're, you're, oh, oh, hi. Hi, sir. Yeah. We were talking for like 20 minutes and then he decides to be like, and it was, he wasn't trying to like keep it from me. He just didn't think it was important. And his daughter kind of was like, Hey, so, um, I thanked him a lot. I'm like, that's awesome. He's, and he said, yeah, Adam lent me this suit. I had it, blah, blah, blah. It has real Kevlar and all this crap. And we nerded out a little more. Um, and I thanked him and kind of like, just, that was it. And, um, I ended up sending him a message on Instagram cause he had like reshared one of my posts or something or a silicon reshared it and then he reshared the silicon post so i just messaged him and said hey like like now that i know it's you like like i mean you know thank you for putting on this event and like there was there was, there was so much fun that was it and a few months ago he messaged me back on instagram and asked if i wanted to come as a guest 
okay. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You sure you have the right guy, right? Like, that's how I felt. Like, you know, and you just you never know who you're talking to, especially with social media nowadays. Like, if you saw this guy's Instagram profile, I think he has like 400 followers. He's he's a dad. He's just a dad. You know, <laughs> you wouldn't know who he is unless you knew who he was. Like, oh, that's that's trip. He's always oh, that trip. You know, mm-hmm. um, you never know who's watching. You never know who you're talking to. And, you know, and I'm not saying fake it. I'm not saying go around and be fake to everybody. Like, you know, per, like it's I think it's I think it's hard. I think it's very hard to be fake nowadays with how much social media there is. All it takes is one person getting a video of you being disgenuine, being like, oh, that's not how you act in your YouTube videos. Like, like and I've seen that happen to some people where they're very different people in person at meet and greets and events. And it's I can't imagine how exhausting that is. That's right. what I've always want. Trying to be like you can be on for camera. Like obviously if I'm at an event, I'm a little more, you know, active and you want to be a little bit more excited and hyper, but like yeah, you just, you never know who you're going to run into, talk to. Um, you never know who's actually in charge of things. Obviously, <laughs> if I walked up to Adam, it would have been a different conversation, you know, mm. but like, you know, he's Adam's the face, the celebrity, but there's all of this that goes on in the background. And here he was. So. Well, definitely uh, that's a, that's a good sign from his perspective, because, yeah. you know, if he was just, he was the kind of person who was walking around every single time he met somebody. He's like, hi, I'm so-and-so I'm the CEO of all of this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <That's... right>. yep. <laughs> yeah. He was just him. Yeah. They were just wandering around the con having a good time. And like, I, I am, I'm excited to see him again. I'm excited to link up with all these people. Um, odd J Jordan Moss. I don't know if you followed him at all. Um, he's an awesome maker. Uh, I, I, we linked up online and then eventually finally met at Silicon last year. He got to do work with Tested. He had he had the chance to, uh, he works for DigiKey now, who's going to Silicon. I finally get to meet the Hacksmith after talking to him for like two plus years. I finally get to meet James after sending him memes and just making fun of him for all this time. I'm really excited. <laughs> um, it, it's weird being in this space because like the Hacksmith, like James is somebody I always looked up to and like, I don't even know how it happened, but like he's, he messaged me on Instagram one day or something or just talk like he's a normal dude and you start to kind of see behind the curtain of a lot of these people and you're like oh you're just you're just a guy and uh he stresses like the rest of us with youtube views and being a content creator except he just has a lot more of it and makes a lot more money from it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah he just he actually just had covid and he texted me today he responded to my story like hey i'll see you there and i'm like oh i thought you had covid he's like oh no i'm good now i'm like oh so it was that weaker canadian covid right (laughs) but like i you tell me three years ago that i was gonna be you know busting the hacksmith's balls like (laughs) what it just it got out of hand and like i I love it it's just fun I, i love everybody in this space and it's just everyone's awesome yeah, it's a fantastic community. And I uh you know, I couldn't agree more with what you said. That's kind of like I like I love the way you phrase that because for me personally, that's been like one of my like I guess guiding lights for a long time. It's like don't burn bridges unless, you know, I mean obviously with some people there's a limit. Like if they're like blatantly disrespectful or something like that. I, um, but by and large, even like people, even throughout the course of the years I've been doing a podcast, there have been people I've had negative experiences with, and I will never never reveal any of that publicly because a it's you know it's nobody's business and b 
you know, you, I, I just feel like you, you need to have the highest level of class that you can whenever you're dealing with these things, not necessarily for altruistic purposes, like, oh, it may, you know, lead to something bigger if I like kiss this person's ass. I'm not saying that. No, um, it, you kind of need to be, I think you need always need to be cognizant of the opposite of that because you never know how bad it could go. And that's that, true that's too. something you definitely, again, because you just never know who's watching. You never know who knows who, who says it, it social media makes it very tricky. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, a rumor, a lie, or a, you know, some bad news, some gossip. It travels way faster than you can get in front of it. So, mm-hmm. so don't put yourself in those situations, right? Know? Like it's, yeah. We all have our own personal stuff. I have, I have burned bridges with people in in the community. There's people I don't get along with, but like, I'm not posting on my Instagram story like screw this person. Like, no, just let it go. It, it we'll either forget about it, let it go, or I don't know, just. It, why waste the energy, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't hate anybody. I don't hold any grudges against anybody. There's people I just don't get along with. So I won't go out of my way to interact with them. Like, no, I'll put my energy somewhere else. It's fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Move on. That's a, that's a great way to look at it. And so it sounds like there's been a lot of really great opportunities that's come your way, being able to make some of those connections, like you said, with the, you know, talking with people that you never thought you'd actually engage, especially so friendly too. So you've come so far in three years. Um, looking forward now, what do you feel like would be in your future for the next few years? Like what kind of things do you want to do or what kind of projects would you like to work on? Um, I'm, I'm really hoping in like five years to like sell out and just get addicted to something. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> just spiral hard, out liquor, you know. Cheers to um, that. <laughs> he's finally going to go public and say i bought all this shit on etsy <laughs> it's actually mine. well there's actually somebody on Etsy. there's somebody on etsy using my old pictures of my suit from back in england um uh, trying to sell the suit and it's like I'm, I'm still i gotta i gotta send an email to etsy again and be like listen like he can't possibly be selling this because it's standing behind me you know like whatever um it's flattering i guess i'll i mean sure i just feel bad if anybody i kind of want to buy it it's 1300 bucks. <laughs> I kind of want to buy it and see what the hell shows up. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, Iron I'm Man getting my wish. money. I'm, I'm getting my money back. Yeah. It's not going to show up, you know, like, or, you know, or, or they will. They'll be like, yeah, it's right there. He bought it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Same day shipping. So, so yeah, wow, as quick as, that was quick as hell. Um, no, I, uh, I'm very excited about, I'm scared. I am this is a very big month for me. September is it. It's my last month in the military. That's it. Um, so a lot of this is Silicon. And last year I went to solely enjoy it. Last year I went because it was fun. I wanted to meet my friends, but I do have to look at it as a little bit of a paradigm shift. Now I am kind of going this weekend. It's a little more business now and it's not too, you know, grease the right palms and everything. No, but like, I need to go now as Frank, the YouTuber and content creator and, you know, put my best foot forward. I can't just go there to have only a good time. And, you know, I have a booth now. I'm like, I'm helping host a panel. Like this is going to be work for me now in a sense and learning that balance. It's scary, you know? Um, And uh, the next three, October, November, and December are three very big months because I'm going to be at home the whole time. And I'm working on a, very large rebrand. I'm working on uh, like a new YouTube video intro, redoing all my metadata, cleaning up videos, um, launching a website, redoing merch. Like I want to go into 20 January, 2023 and like almost like a relaunch, like I'm live full time. This is it. Go. 
Um, so I have a lot of work to do through the holidays and it's, uh, it's scary, but, uh, we'll figure it out. Wor worst case, I end up working on jet engines. I, I go work at like Pratt Whitney or Boeing or something like I, I can get in, in, I, I still have a foot in the aerospace industry. I'm not worried about that. Um, I did 10 years on the same engine, which is very hard to do in the air force, but I have a lot more experience than even people getting out at 20 years because I didn't get moved around the uh, different aircraft. I didn't get moved around different engines. I stayed on the same engine, which is very hard to do. Mm -hmm. So if it all goes belly up, I, I still have some options. Um, mm -hmm. I am staying reserves. I'll stay in the air force reserves. I'll work one weekend a month just to keep, you know, medical benefits and dental, like there's contingency plans in place. Best case, I never have to use any of them and I can just do this. So um, ju just, oh, sorry. I'll let you go, Kayla. I'm just talking too much. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be quick. But um, something that like the inner counselor part of me wanted to ask, because I feel like it's something that's almost never talked about with someone, you know, like you who has grown so fast. Um, I think this is valuable for other people to hear. But like, what kind of things do you do to take care of yourself and sometimes detach from, you know, all that stuff coming in? Or do you do anything? <laughs> are you... Are you asking me about mental health right now? Yes, I think yeah. it's valuable. How dare you bring up something so important? <laughs> I am a huge, I, I, I'm, I love talking about mental health and social media and content creation because you're right, it's not talked about enough at all. It is taxing. I am so fortunate to not be a female because oh it's a different ball game i sorry i i have tons of female cosplay friends i see some of the trash they have to deal with fortunate and that it, that's that that's the reality of it like that's the reality of society putting your face out there putting your body out there putting your opinions out there because everybody else has opinions and you know i can make a video and talk about something and think it's great or i like this hey look at this iron man suit blah 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 and all it takes is one burner account to just be like loser whatever and one might not do anything but hundreds over time you know um you need to unplug you absolutely need to be able to unplug um i find a hobby find a i picked up playing guitar again i got a one wheel um i i tried to find something that has nothing to do with content creation that has no nothing to do. I can just go ride around. It doesn't help me make better content. It doesn't, I can just forget about it. You know, um, video games going to the, I literally just came from the gym. Like I, um, <laughs> you need to be able to unplug and you need to be able to, I think you need to be able to self-reflect too. And I think that's a lot of times what people don't do. Why did that comment piss me off so bad? Why? Like, because everybody brush it off. I don't read the comments. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I read every comment. I read every comment. Um, I'll delete a lot of them. Some you can tell. I'll mess with trolls sometimes. Sometimes it's fun. Um, <laughs> I grew up a car mechanic. And I spent the last 10 years in the maintenance aircraft space of the military. Um, very few trolls are going to have a one-up on me when it comes to trash talking. Good luck. So you aren't going to say anything to me that I haven't heard for the past. No, get mm -mm. granted. I have to be a lot more clean now <laughs> having a social media presence. I can't say everything I would want to say to some of these people, but um, yeah, 
it, it's you have to you have to take care of yourself because uh i there are some content creators i'm friends with i won't say names because then it'll become very obvious on why certain things happened but they put a lot of work into social media creation and they that was it they get real worried about views they get real worried about those analytics and it's it's taxing uh it is just exhausting at times i take breaks my 3d printers downstairs i have not turned a single one of them on in over a month i'm not even kidding haven't printed a damn this this is the last thing i printed uh, a few weeks and this was a quick one-off print printed it for a sponsored video um and that was it before that i i i think the last thing i printed was like a part of starboost like like the walsh helmet um so being able to move around and balance and juggle things helps so much. Like I'm really getting sick of printing shit right now. Let's go paint some stuff. I don't really feel like painting some stuff. Let's do some electronics. I don't want to do electronics. Let's, you know, do some computer tutorials on three. So I can move around and balance my mental health that way. If I'm getting really burnt out on something and I have 90 projects going on at the same time. So it's like, I don't want to do goblin right now. Let's go do Starburst, you know? Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's there's no easy answer to it, but it's and it's not for everybody. A lot of people want it to be for them. A lot of people want to try to make YouTube videos or they want to try to keep up with it and they want to keep up with the content creation. Um, and they start to see just how mean people can be because man, people can be mean. It's not for everybody, you know, it's not. Um, I don't know if I make it look easy. I never try to make it look easy. That's why I always like talking about mental health when it comes up for sure. Um, I've seen therapists. I've talked to people like I won't hide that from anybody like at all. Like why? Like there's literally professionals out there for you to go to talk to. If you're having like difficulties when my dad died, I wasn't, I was rough and you got to talk to somebody about it. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I couldn't agree more. And I love um, the way you put that, like, especially from the female side of it, like that's not easy. Like here we have a whole other <laughs> bag of cats. Yeah. Well, like, so Kayla and I do this podcast together and I'm not going to say which, but out of the two of us, one of us gets asked about OnlyFans a lot. I'm not going to say which one of us it is, but. <laughs> I get OnlyFans requests. Again, yeah. if anything goes belly up. We'll be <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting because I'm also newer into this stuff and I'm like, not once. I had just um, like I did uh, like maybe like one or two photos, one doing like Wonder Woman and one doing Hermione um, like a long time ago. Otherwise, all the people I've cosplayed since then have been male up until very recently when I just got some stuff for Rogue. And then like, oh, my gosh, it started filing in. And I'm like, half y'all are old enough to be my dad. That's concerning. The other half, like, um, uh, like, you don't know anything about me. Um <laughs> And it's just like, you're gorgeous, OnlyFans. And I'm like, so I don't need I to this, wink off. I, <laughs> I had the, we all of all four of us, all four iron idiots. I don't know if we ever talked about it on the podcast or maybe we did just that episode never aired. I don't know. Um, we were talking, I was talking to Emily about it and we talked a little bit to Kiara about it, but like, and it, maybe it's a conversation you need to kind of have with yourself or figure, like when you start doing social media and content creation, you're a product now and it's it, not like in a derogatory way or anything like to any of us but like companies companies looking for sponsorship deals they're looking at how much money can they make back off of you so you are a product to sell to them or a product to help push their product vice versa and then people who consume social media who are looking for unsavory things 
they that's the type of stuff they look for you know you're 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 not you're not a person you're this thing on their phone that they see and it, it sucks but like that's what it is um i don't know how you get out of that culture i have no idea especially with how much money people make off of things like OnlyFans. i don't think it's going away anytime soon um and what I, I you feel could like... oh go ahead no, good, good. Uh, oh, I was just going to say, just in general, going back into what you were talking about with the mental health is like people don't attach you as having your own thoughts or feelings mm. because you are something on their phone. You're and it, it's exactly what you're saying is that it's hard. Um, and I feel like people, like I lost followers after I said, I'm not going to be doing it only OnlyFans um, and didn't have good on it. Good. Yeah. 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 Reading the out the. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like it's it's then, you know, looking into what you're doing where people are coming up and seeing you at Comic-Cons where you can't just, you know, weed them out like that. Um, mm-hmm. You can't, you just have to interact with yeah. people who might not associate you with having feelings because you are something from the internet. Um, yep. And that's just, yep. I can imagine, only I can imagine at this point because I'm not at that level, but like, I I feel like mental health would be so important for someone like you at that point which is why I want to make such a point for this podcast for people who are trying to do the same thing. You know what you could do? And I'm just spitballing ideas here. <laughs> you have, you see, you have a lot of costumes now, right? You, you have, you have the, the, the Boba, you're working on the, the gender bent, um, um, Homelander. Mm-hmm. Just put those costumes on, like have those on fully, but then you put a bikini on over. <laughs> <laughs> And pay wall, pay wall that shit. Like start the OnlyFans and like $20, all photos unlocked, whatever word verbiage you want to use. Get to and see it's, Homelander it's, in a bikini. Like, but like, or it's it's but like I I you I have no idea how much I've thought about doing this in the suit, going to a beach or something and putting a bikini on over it and laying in the sand and shit. Like paywall that shit. Like, what are they gonna and like re- re- type your description, you know, like and do the blurry photo, you know, like oh, yeah. where they like it looks like oh she is on a beach, you know. Have to unlock. Yeah, for 50 exactly. bucks, I'll take the and top they, off. And, and they <laughs> yeah, right. And just you take the, that's it. Just trolling there's, there's, people. Yeah, why not? Why like I know and that that kind of joke is up for everybody, but like, no, I would absolutely do that shit. That mm. would be so like you. And how are they going to complain to OnlyFans? Yeah, like you got what you paid for. Like this is this is what were you expecting? You know, like yeah. just just do like one month of that and just 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 see how much money you can milk out of people. Is those mm. like I'm feeling you don't inspired. Be, we can we can workshop this. Message me. We'll figure it out. Mando Kini. tons of ideas ideas. my god you've thought a lot about OnlyFans, man don't you have a con to go to like it's it's it first off i we it's gonna be called only franks nice second off (laughs) second off there'll be a lot of hot dogs (laughs) just pay just again pay all the shit out of them and it's just gonna be hot it's gonna be hot dogs on a grill or something like what did you expect sponsored by nathan's right yeah (laughs) No, sponsored by Ballpark Franks. Get with the yes. Come on, come on. I love it. <laughs> Gotta send come a DM. On. That's Kayla's comfort <laughs> food. So I know we were just talking about earlier. So I'm a dietitian, um, and <laughs> we were talking, and I uh, released a, a small um, ungodly burp, and he asked me what I had for dinner. <laughs> I said threw back two hot dogs and he, he just starts laughing and it's like my comfort food i ate it all the time in undergrad because it's like it was cheap and easy you could just throw it in the microwave and you have no patience 
Well, I'll and ignore. I'll ignore the microwave part, but yeah, continue. I usually, you know, it was usually, you know, imagine a college student tired, you know, maybe Tired other things runs, going on. Just gotta, gotta eat. If you get to eat that day. Right. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's, that's totally fair. I yeah. Only Frank. I like that. I was, I wanted yeah. to start one called only Finch. Um, only, there you go. Yeah. And <laughs> actually I got to give credit uh, since we're recording, I got to give, the name of that, I got to give Brittany credit for that because she's the one who Only came Finch. up with it. Yeah, because originally I was like, I'm thinking about just calling it like Finch Eggs. And she's like, that's too on the nose. Just go with Only Finch. That's way better. I'm like, yep. that actually does sound a lot better. Classic, clean. Yes. If, if Miss Miss Captain, if Miss Captain Britt does happen to watch this, I love you, adore you. You're awesome. We yeah. all do. She's amazing. She's awesome. We're hoping the, the three of us. Iron idiot. We're hoping the three of us might get to room together at New York City Comic Con. We're still trying to like figure flights and stuff out and schedules and arrangements. And I, I know Danny and Brittany were planning on going too. I'll be there. So oh, we'll, cool. We'll, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll hook up. There. Sweet. We're gonna oh, be yeah. in there. We're gonna be in kind of like a rush job. Like we're getting in. I want to say Friday afternoon, and then we both leave at an ungodly early Sunday morning. Like we both have eight a.m. flights out of JFK. So, but. Yeah, Sunday we're gonna hit that con hard, like hard, yeah. like to the point where our feet are like gone and we just have nubs at the end of our legs. Because <laughs> speaking of that, you have numbing spray thanks to Arnett who told us you can spray numbing spray on your feet if you're wearing any kind of heels or shoes for long periods of time. Bridesmaids do it, so anyone who's listening, um, I will give you the full review because I will be trying that next time I'm in heels, which I, I like I'll make. try that. I got heels in this thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll try that shit. Let me spray. Yeah, and we Maybe joked it, a certain extent for heels. Yeah, and we we've joked about it because we're going to uh, Dragon Con here in about a week and a half in Atlanta. Um, I damn it, you should be there. <laughs> You're not I, too I terribly know. far from way away from there, are you? Six hours. Six oh, hours I'm six hours Atlanta. too. I'm driving. It'll be fun. So, with Silicon, I get back on Monday, and then I'm off Mon- Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, I'm off all next week. I took leave to get stuff done done around the house, and then I from Friday to Monday. That's a that's Memorial Day or Labor Day, one of those. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm I'm off. I'm military. They're, the base is shut. You know, like we, so like I could drive down Thursday night and stay and go, but like after getting done with Silicon and I didn't get tickets to Dragon Con, which and I don't have a hotel, so like I could go, but it would be a real shit show. And mm-hmm. but I, it'll be there next year. Like I'm going. I'm you know. It, and then I got to prep for New York Comic Con, so it's like I, I think I might have to just miss Dragon Con this year, um, for my own sanity and mental health too. Like, yeah, God. yeah. Now yeah, I've no. noticed too with the a lot of the Comic Cons are back to back, like in the upcoming two months, and then in March there's like eight Comic Cons back to back or on the same like weekends, like big ones. And I'm like, yeah, there's a really there's a really big 3D printing. It's like an East Coast 3D printing thing going on i don't know the name of it um uh, joel invited me 3d printing nerd and then i think uncle jesse's going was gonna go but it's the same weekend as new york comic-con and it's like bad timing guys like it's not the maker's fair is it because i heard about that being an east coast thing maybe it is i i have it in messages somewhere but it's a really big east coast 3d printing gathering Mm -hmm. thing convention and it's like 
no, 3D printing and additive manufacturing is still very much its own thing. Um, so I get why they wouldn't really care about it being on the same weekend as a comp, you know, New York Comic Con. Um, but when you're in both spaces, it's like, well, that sucks because <laughs> I have I have reason to go to both of these. But yeah, no, New York Comic Con is my bread and butter, so I want to go. Well, well, that's what's going to be brutal about March because WonderCon is there, and we're like. Kayla and I are definitely going to WonderCon. Like we're like WonderCon is my annual. Yes. No, I'm I'm aiming. Nobody's gonna stop us from going to that. But then it just got announced a couple weeks ago that C2E2 in Chicago moved their con up to being the weekend after WonderCon. And C2E2 is like my home con. Like I live two hours away from there. And that's gonna be so that that's gonna be a C2E2 twice a year. No, no, they used to be, see, for a long time it was in March, but then post-COVID they moved it to like July. And they just, just happened. Yeah, they did. I was just happen. too. Yeah, and I was there oh. too. And they just, they so for next year they're moving all the way up to March and it's like the weekend after WonderCon. It's going to be like, man, so, that's going to be a rough, that's going to be a rough like I mean, nine, ten really days. Comic-Con too. If, um, I bet if I Googled it right now, I'm betting they're not put on by the same uh, organizers. Because, like, there are the big circuit cons, New York Comic Con, Mega Con, Wonder Con. I, I think they're all ran by ComicCon.org. I don't think C2E2 is. Because mm-hmm. they're all competing. They're all competing with each other and shit. Yeah. So, that's probably why. That sucks. Yeah. We wanna, that's that's Kira's, like, go-to. Like, we all want to go there mm-hmm. and meet up with her. We were supposed to. Like, me and Danny were also supposed to be there with Emily and Kiera. They were supposed to be this event we were doing in California. And we were all going to, me, Danny, and Emily were going to fly from Cali to C2E2 and go there. But it just, it, me and Danny weren't able to go. Um, so that's why only Emily ended up there. And uh, yeah, like WonderCon and Silicon, I definitely like, WonderCon was just, it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. It was so much fun. It was packed. Like, I want that to be my like big annual con. And then maker con wise and it's nice because it's kind of the opposite end of the year is silicon you know in august so i think that's plenty of lead time mm-hmm. now that being silicon what does it call that what does it primarily focus on it's a maker con not a comic con Ma- maker con it focuses on making of movie props and tv stuff and costumes and you know it's still very much a comic con like there are comic book vendors and but like they want to focus more on the people who are making stuff in the community. Um, you know, that's what a lot of the panels are about, you know, how to make, it's not just like, it's not panels about, you know, um, fangirling over like a movie star or a cosplayer, like, oh my God, you're such an inspiration. What God, it's not like, it's not that, that's not what the panelists are about. That's what you go to Comic-Cons for. That's what you go to meet and greets for. Um, a maker con or silicon in this instance is more about like behind the scenes of it like there's a lot of demos there's a lot of how do you get started doing this you know that's what the focus is mm-hmm. that's pretty cool so frank have you done like a cosplay contest or have you thought about doing that because i'm not sure i don't think i've ever heard of you doing something like that. i have not um for two reasons um well the, the only one the only contest i ever entered was the online one um the comic-con at home um thing I've never done an in-person one at, on a stage or anything like that. Um, one, because they're always at night. They're always at like inconvenient times. And it's like, I just wore this damn suit for four or five hours. I don't want to put it back on and try to waddle on the stage. Like, and if I'm bringing 
And if I'm bringing a, my, my suit to a con, I'm not going for me in a competition. I'm going to wear it around the con floor so people can take pictures with me and get photos with Iron Man. You know, like that's so much fun. When you hear a little kid, you scream from across the, like, the food court, Iron Man, and beeline it for you. Every bit of bullshit you've ever had to deal with becomes worth it. Like it is the cutest thing. Cause like, yeah, you can walk around the streets. I'm sure if I went to like, you know, somewhere in LA, I might be able, I might run into Christian Bale or Tom Cruise on accident. Like, oh, that's cool. They get a photo. Where are you going to go to accidentally run into Batman or Iron Man or Wonder Woman? You know, like you can't just go to the beach and run into them unless it's like Venice Beach, but that's different. Like, <laughs> Or it's the only Frank speech. It's the only Frank speech, right? <laughs> but like, you know, that like that's, that's like what I've started explaining cons to people when they're like, well, like, why do you want to like dress up and pretend to be a character? It's like, I don't, I don't get into character. I don't walk around pretending to be Tony Stark. I don't like, like, that's fine if people do. If people want to get into the character, run around like Deadpool or the Joker, that's fine. That's improv or acting or you're, you're immersive, you know, that's a part of it, you know, but I get to walk around in an Iron Man suit and give all these people a chance to take this picture that like they, you can't just go and get, you know, like, and I think that's a lot of fun, especially kids, adults, whatever, like you take pictures with anybody and it's just, it's fun, mm -hmm. you know, um, it, it's, it's, it's rewarding. It's just, it's a blast. So it's, uh, yeah, it's something. <laughs> Excuse me. It is a total nerd ball. Like, you know, that's what I love oh, yeah. about go oh, going to any con. It's just, it's all kinds of people. I mean, thousands of people just unabashedly nerding the F out over all the crap that they're into. You know, it uh, say that they're nerdy AF. Right. Yeah. Nerdy. <laughs> the plug. T title screen. We're 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 30 not 40 minutes in, and yeah. this is the intro. There's the trailer. Yeah. Welcome to Nerdy AF. <laughs> <laughs> that is too good. But yeah, yeah. And I and I love it. And you know, when I was at uh C2 C2E2 not too long ago, that was great because that was the first time I'd been to a con since COVID. And it was just like, it felt like a fish getting back in water again. Like it was like, oh, these are my people. The, this is my tribe. This is where I belong. These, these people are like the greatest, greatest community on the planet. Um, I love it so incredibly much. There's something, there is literally something for everybody. Like it doesn't matter what you're into. I mean, it, it, Galaxy Con and Raleigh, like, there were professional wrestlers there, you know, like, like who were at booths doing table signings. Granted the lines for them weren't that long compared to some other people, but like there were still people excited to see them there. You know, there were still memorabilia and still all this other stuff all over the place, you know, it, it movies, pop culture, like everybody likes something that's on the movies or on TV or, you know, oh, I grew up watching Star Wars. Oh, I, you know, I recognize that actor or, you know, I'm in the Marvel or I'm in the DC or, yeah, it's, I love how mainstream it's become now. It's mm -hmm. just, you don't have to hide it anymore. You know, um, I think the people who think it's weird and try to shit on it, they're kind of the minority now when it comes to a lot of this, like. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like um, escapism is becoming a real thing. And I don't necessarily think that's bad either, where if people feel more confident um, and comfortable or being to like see their inspiration dress up as them, it gives them a lot of power. Um, and I, re I really like to see that too. And then when you, like you said, um, I've had the same moment when someone like, like a little kid, I, I think I dressed up as like Princess Anna from like Frozen way back in the day. And I was like, I feel like I am a Disney princess. And that was an ego boost for me, but also like to see the kid come up to you, like you and like fully invest in you 
that pure innocence was just something that made everything so so worth it's, it and it's incredible very healing. how many people how many people will never get to think about that like a lot of people never get to know what that feels like and it, it was i think it was at WonderCon. some little kid it was a little boy i, I think and i can't see below me like if the mask is down, I'm here. I don't really know what's going on. You know, other people are like, hey, Frank, look over here. You know, like Danny or Kira, they're kind of directing you and all that. And then I'm just standing there and I, I think I put one hand up for a photo and I just feel a little hand grab one of my fingers because there was a little, I didn't even know there was a little kid next to me. It was so cute. I'm just standing there just like, I'm just in the suit just like, I think the mask is down because I'm crying. Like, like, like that stuff, you know, like... Go ahead and say, say whatever you want online. I don't care. Like, shut up. Right. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. You, you know, it's gotten to the point where like nerd culture is so mainstream that if you don't like it, you're the one out of the loop. Like you're now the minority. You're now like the, the one over there. And, and for being a guy with gray hair and his beard, you know, I grew up at a different time where like you kept that crap hidden or you got a basketball thrown in your face at recess. Like, you know, and so to sit here and like, just like every single day, Every single day of my life when I'm scrolling through Instagram, something blows my mind. Something is just like, holy shit. That is amazing. I have, I have had people I went to high school with who I very much have made fun of me for being in, I, you know, hanging out with certain friends who I had in high school and middle school growing up. I had long, long hair and I was kind of, you know, was an, I was nerdy. I just... I got picked on or made fun of. I've had some of those exact people message me asking me if they can, if I can make them a helmet or if I can make them a prop or something for either them or their kid. And it's like, no, (laughs) no, 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 man. I ghost, I ghost them. Like, no. You're not going to like make it and take a dump in it and send it to them. You're like, hey, this is for you. Payback. Retribution. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put my I'll put my effort somewhere else. Like, but good to know you're paying attention. Oh, you're still living in the same town we grew up in. It happens. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's it's been really wonderful to think about too, just seeing, you know, probably like the impact that you've had. I know. I, I posted something on my personal Instagram. So not a lot of my friends follow this one, but the ones who I have done some commissions for or like talked with, or they know I'm into 3D printing, but really don't know the extent. Every single person has sent me a frankly built uh, TikTok. And then I'm like, yeah, I've seen him before. This is like the how I got into it. But it's so cool now to like think about and tell me what your perspective is on this of thinking like how many people that you got into 3D printing um, like when you sit back and think about that, what, how does that make you feel? And then like, what kind of things do you want to do with kind of like that power moving forward? Um, put me on the spot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I still don't know how to react to it. Cause like, uh, I still try to consider myself the same person. I just, just there's a number counter that's just higher than other people's like that's that's it like i mean that's i just have more followers or subscribers and i mean it it's it makes it worth it i don't know i when i went to galaxy con here in raleigh um i don't that was i i've been i was recognized there more than anywhere i've ever been recognized in my suit um and that was 
they got me choked up a few times because I just like you don't don't know how to act. You know, it's, it's weird. Like I'm just I'm me. Why are you recognizing like what is going on here? You know, <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know. It 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 makes me want to keep doing it only for the fact that you know that's why I'll always say yes to like podcasts. I I, I did a podcast a few just little things like that obviously it's not like all about the podcast and stuff but uh you know i think this dude on youtube he, i think he only had like 50 or 60 subscribers on his youtube channel podcast i don't remember what it was and he like kind of made a dig at himself about it. it's like i ah, uh, thank you for saying yes to this i don't have a lot of subscribers it's like ah, it's not a it's but like what if there's one of your subscribers who like never thought they could do something like this you know like who am I to say no to that? Who am I to say no to like not coming on to something like this? You know, like maybe somebody else will get into this because they like heard me talk about it. And mm. that I think that's, it, that's fun for me, like to be able to hopefully break it down in a sense that like it becomes more <laughs> approachable to people, more realistic um, and seeing how people are evolving in this and like hearing people say stuff like that. Like I got into this because of you, like, it's awesome. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what else to say to it. It's just not something I ever thought would be a thing. I just, the only reason I ever got into it was to, oh, I'm having a lot of problems with this suit or I'm <laughs> running into this problem. I'm running, this is kicking my ass. Well, all right, I figured it out. Let me hopefully let me throw out a video to show you like, Hey, this is where I messed it up. But then eventually I landed here, you know? Um, and I just wasn't seeing a lot of that transparency and just was trying to fill a void, I guess, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, well, it's, it's been a pretty interesting like virus that spreads, you know, I like to give it that, that kind of term. Cause the amount of people that I know who have like seen just like a little bit of my stuff and they, you know, they'll, you know, friends I know in real life and they'll message me. They're like, Hey man, that's, that's really cool. I'm thinking about uh, getting into 3d printing. Um, what can you tell me about it? And I don't say shit. I just send them the link to Frankly Built's YouTube channel. And then like two months later, they're sending me a picture of this Iron Man helmet they built. And they're like, oh, thanks, man. I'm like, don't thank me. I was literally just the mail service to get you where you needed to go, man. So <laughs> I yeah, no. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was thinking the same thing. I've done that, too. Um, and it's great knowing that you're in the service. This might like reach out to you. But um, I work at the VA. And so I've worked with a lot of veterans who have had substance abuse um, difficulties and they were in our programs and things like that. Um, and I, I'm a dietitian, so I was just sitting in, you know, like trying to see how nutrition can relate to some of those issues, obviously, with alcohol and other kinds of substances. But a lot of them always said, like, I don't know what to do with all my free time. Everywhere you go, people drink. And I'm like, you know what you could do? You could do some 3D printing. <laughs> and I put the shameless plug in there. But like a lot of veterans love working with their hands and having yeah. something to be proud of. A lot of them are nerdy, too. And I had like a few. A lot of back. them are nerdy. A oh, lot yeah. of them. Oh it's my God! So fun. You pull out a you pull out a deck of magic cards around a bunch of Marines, you'd be very surprised. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Next episode. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something. It's yeah. I had no idea you were part of the VA. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk. Yes. We're gonna talk more. I'm gonna oh, mess yes. with you because yes. I'm about to be very involved with the VA. Going, yeah, we'll get there. I can help you. Um, <laughs> there, uh, no, it, it's 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 an amazing hobby because even if you don't. I, I, I think that was the, the thing I was able to corner with the hobby and social media was uh, somebody in my discord, I think said it the best. They're like, you make 3d printing look cool where before 
there were people like me or uncle Jesse or, you know, people making these videos, it, it, it just, you heard about 3d printing and you're like, it either sounded really complicated or expensive or like, it, you just didn't think about it as something that could make other stuff. You know, um, I had a math teacher get mad at me or math or a science teacher who I did a zoom call with. They like, they were like kind of joking with me, but like, I really wish I had the appeal you had. And I was like confused. It was like, this was like a year and a half, two years ago when I really started just kind of more reaching out. He's like, you can, he's like, I watched a lot of your videos and you're, you're tricking people into learning stuff. And I'm like, I, I never thought about it like that. And he's like, you don't understand, you know, they knock on, they knock on that door because they want to learn how to make an Iron Man helmet. And by the time they're done with some of your videos, they, they now know how to use a 3d printer. They understand, they know how to use an Arduino a little bit. They know coding and circuitry and diagrams and painting. And it's like, they come out the other end He's like, I wish I could walk into my classroom and be like, who wants to learn about coding? They'll all blaze over and want to kill me, you know? And I, I started, I took, I took that to heart on just like having that, the ability to do that, like trick people into learning something, which isn't really a bad thing, you know? Bill Nye um, 3D printing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that is absolutely Joel telling with his hair. That is, he is absolutely, that is, yeah. Dude is wild. Um, I get to finally meet him this weekend too. So I'm, I'm yeah, it, I, I am every day. I think about how this could go away overnight every day. And that's how I try to keep myself grounded. Um, my, my, my Instagram was deleted or deactivated thanks to their algorithm. One time that was terrifying. That taught me to diversify a lot, spread your risk. Um, and then my YouTube was demonetized randomly my entire YouTube for five days. I didn't really make that public because I was freaking out. And that was, a, that was a few months ago, um, three or four months ago, I literally woke up at like 2am in the morning and I had an email from YouTube saying your channel is no longer eligible for monetization. And that was right around the time where it was time for me to make the choice to stay in the military or get out. I'm not a religious person, but man, if you want to talk about a sign, holy <laughs> shit, I was freaking out. I woke, literally got out of bed, came up here, read the email. I had to submit a video appeal explaining why my content was my, it was, it was demonetized because I, it wasn't original content. And what I think the algorithm caught was my TikTok. It thought I was reposting my TikTok videos stealing them and posting them on YouTube. So I had to sit in my room. It was like a five, the video is still on YouTube private in because I never, I don't want to remove it. It only has eight views because I had to send it up and it had to go in for a review. And it was, it was some, one of the most stressful five days of my life. Like, and they maybe question everything. Like, is this not original content? Can I, can I make a living off of this? Am I just lying to my imposter syndrome set in hard? Yeah, it was bad it was very bad <laughs> yeah that's that's, that's terrifying i mean i i admit that it's probably a good thing that uh, you know places like youtube are keeping an eye out on that um but on the flip Agreed. side yeah but yeah if you nail somebody who's like doing everything palms up and doing it the right way and then bam you just and, hit them with the hammer and they're they big social media platforms they need to hit first ask questions later because it could be unsavory content they need to be able to flag and take down this stuff immediately they were doing, they didn't do anything wrong. The only thing I'm still annoyed about, I never got an actual reason why. There was just an email saying, we apologize for the inconvenience. It seems we had made a mistake, yada, yada, yada. Your, your monetization eligibility has been reinstated. And you can actually see my revenue, my AdSense. It literally just goes, doo, 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 drop five days. It comes right back up. 
you don't get back paid. They don't back pay you, you know, mm. um, corridor digital. If either of you guys watch them, um, their entire channel was just hacked and like bad. And we're talking, they lost tens of thousands of dollars over five days Whoa. because their entire, cause you, cause YouTube, you know, they got hacked. All their videos were privated by the hacker. The hacker could have done a lot more damage, but for some reason they didn't. They just privated all their videos, uploaded one of their own videos and started a live stream and changed the channel name. And they have, I think they have 10 million subs. Like it was, it was something. And it was just, it was scary to watch. Like what happened to this channel? They were, you know, they had other avenues and stuff, but uh, yeah. And uh, if I, do you guys follow It's Boy in Space on TikTok? No, but I'm going to now. He, uh, uh, I, God, why do I, I, I can't even remember his name. I feel like an idiot now. We're friends. We <laughs> just talk on Instagram. But he had a very large, he has a 3.4 million on TikTok, I think. Um, and his TikTok got deleted, got deactivated by TikTok. They just took it down. And he had like, he had just moved to Seattle to start working with a Joel 3D printing nerd. Like he had, but he, he was unfortunately a very good example of he had no diversification. He had no YouTube, like he had a YouTube, but like didn't push it. He had maybe 2000 Instagram followers, you know, like all of his brand deals were TikTok. All of his eggs were in one basket and it went away overnight. Mm. He was able to get it back. He was it, but it was a few, it was a week or two of him trying to rebuild on a second account. And, you know, like, some of those viral hits on TikTok, you just can't duplicate. You yeah. Know? So it's it's scary. If there's any aspiring content creators out there, divert, just spread the risk. Cross pollination is the hardest thing you will do. If I wish I could get a quarter of my TikTok followers over to my damn YouTube, it is a nightmare. Every <laughs> click, every click you need to make somebody do, you're losing at least half of the potential. Mm-hmm. So, all right, click my profile. All right, 100 people were going to do it. Cool. Now click the link in my profile. Well, now you're down to 50. Well, now scroll through my link in bio and click my YouTube. Now you're down to 20. Like Mm -hmm. you lose half every time you need to make one more step. And it's a nightmare, but you got to do it. Yeah, I agree 100%. Well, we are are getting up against the clock here. I cannot thank Frank and you enough for taking the time to come on this podcast. This was a, this was only our second episode. So we were excited that uh, we could get you on and uh, run with this thing. I hope it went in any direction you were hoping it went. Oh, well, before, before we close out, I just need to know how does one pee in an Iron Man cosplay? Oh yes. Yes. This needed to be asked because it came up on our last podcast, urinating at a con while cosplaying. <laughs> And that exact subject was discussed. Imagine those people dressed as Iron Man who need to go to the bathroom. Especially with like a morph suit underneath, like <laughs> fill the teeth, right? <laughs> um, how do you pee in an Iron Man suit? Mm, just like that. <laughs> yeah, um, 3D, 3D printed a filtration system in there. You could drink that water. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You, you don't drink you don't you don't drink the water because there's no water because you don't pee because you hold it like a functioning adult in society i don't get these questions you hold it you freaking hold it you've never held the pee before like i have to pee do you just go are these people walking around their life just like oh i'm a heart surgeon in the middle of an operation uh i gotta go pee and just leave no you hold it you i hold would it. jesus Christ. i gotta go you know uh like, depends it's a good solution yeah 
Iron diapers. Uh, yes. <laughs> Brand it right Iron now. Get it on the market. Stark Industries. <laughs> um, Iron oh, diapers. No, you, you, honestly, there's a little bit of a prep. I'm not drinking a bunch of water beforehand. I'm not going to Chipotle and getting the extra spicy burrito. <laughs> like there's some, there's some foresight and prep on, I'm going to be locked in this thing for a few hours and no, just no. Like if I'm taking this off, it's to keep it off, not to go to the bathroom. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Nope. Good. No. Iron Man doesn't pee. What are we talking about? Right. Yeah. <laughs> people, people don't pee. Nobody pees. You just meditate and make it go away. It's fine. It's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. And you're in so much pain anyway. You don't have time to even think about pain. Focus on it, everything else. Yeah. That's the one question I, I definitely need to get in before the end. So thank you for that. <laughs> I'm here for you. It, it's That's going to end up like a theme in every, every episode we do. We're going to ask, so how do you pee? Like, yeah, for you sure. Some huh? tips, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's... It, <laughs> once, uh, once again, Frank, uh, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, taking the time to be on the podcast. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to everything you post from here on out. I'm excited to see the content you got from Silicon and everything going on. And yeah, hopefully we'll get to, uh, we'll get to catch up to you in New York city. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you for having me guys. Any, any, any time you want me back, just, and just let me know. Oh, I shouldn't have made until that I offer. On, <laughs> until I get on your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again, sir. Thank you.